Hi, I'm Kensley. And I'm Alyssa. And today we are covering a case that is thankfully a bit lighter than the past couple of weeks. I was feeling a little depressed after all of them. Yeah. And we decided this one's a little bit better. This is the story of a woman who went missing for several weeks before resurfacing. This is The Ugly Truth. And today we're covering Sherry Papini. On Thanksgiving Day 2016, Sherry was found on the side of the road after being missing for 22 days. She was battered and bruised, but she was alive. But who were her captors, and why did they release her? Sherry was born on June 11, 1982. She was a troubled child and would steal things from her parents, as well as harm herself and blame it on her parents. Sherry met her husband, Keith, in middle school. The two were each other's first kiss and first relationship. And then after school, the two lost contact, but connected many years later. Sherry fell instantly in love with Keith after reconnection, and the two were married in 2009. And the two have a son and a daughter together named Violet and Tyler. Hmm. This family was the epitome of your perfect American family. But that all changed after November 2nd of 2016. On the afternoon of November 2nd, 2016, Sherry decided to go for a run around her neighborhood. She was planning to only run a couple of laps, and she lived in a very safe neighborhood, so wasn't concerned about it. But that evening, when Keith returned from his job at Best Buy, Sherry was nowhere to be found. He began looking around the house for her, and then the neighborhood. Sherry was very active, so he knew it wasn't a total impossibility that she was still out for a run, but normally she'd be home by the time he got back from work. Keith then used his Find My iPhone app to track Sherry's phone and earbuds. Keith drove to find them, and the devices were found only a mile away from their home, abandoned at the intersection of Sunrise Drive and Old Oregon Trail. This is in California, by the way. Oh, okay. And this is just a perfect reminder, share your location with someone. Literally, (laughs) yes. Not like, I get not sharing with your parents. Like, I was like that. I don't want to share my location with my parents. But just let someone have your location. Literally, yes. But Keith immediately reported his wife missing after finding these items. Keith described the next 22 days as excruciating. He told news stations that he didn't even want to think about it because he knew he would either get the phone call that he was dreading or she would show back up at home. So police did a video surveillance check to search nearby cameras for Sherry. But she is lost on video pretty quick after beginning her run. Mm. So this led the police to believe that the suspect that took her um, was someone in a vehicle. So she was taken into a car. But three weeks later on Thanksgiving Day, Sherry reappears. She was found 150 miles away from where she went missing, near an on-ramp of Interstate 5. She was dressed in sweatpants and her hair had been chopped short. She was found still bound with clamps around her ankles, a strap around her waist, and her wrists were zip-tied. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) 
But investigators claimed that the clamps and like types of restraints that she had were basically meant to cause pain. Like, so if she moved, it would cause her pain. Oh, that was the kind of restriction. Yeah. So police obviously take Sherry in for interviews where she said she was taken by two Hispanic women with a gun into a dark SUV. Proof that women can kidnap too, I guess. I know. Yeah. I mean, don't underestimate a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Scary. Yeah, and she said that the women kept her chained in the closet, tortured her, and even branded her. <gasps> oh my like, gosh. That's like, I can't even imagine. Ow. And Sherry believed that the women were going to traffic her to someone that was in law enforcement. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and she came to this conclusion based on some conversations that she heard of them speaking to each other. But her injuries matched the claim she had made. She had a brand on her right shoulder and several bruises at various stages of healing. So throughout 22 days. Wow. And the police were able to get a sketch out to the public of the Hispanic women from Sherry's description of them. There were also both male and female DNA found on her body. And rightfully so, this kidnapping frightened the whole community. And everyone was afraid to go running or just leave their homes with the fear that this could happen. And Sherry and Keith were kept very well in the loop, thankfully. Investigators constantly gave them updates on where they were at in the investigation for Sherry's captors. And they would also meet with Sherry regularly to see if she could remember any other details about what had happened. Because... Trauma can do things and cause memory to kind of falter a little bit. So they wanted to see if she could remember any different details. But the police issued many different search warrants, some for cell phone records, social media pages, and other various things. And pretty quickly, the police found their first suspect. It was a man that Sherry had been contacting weeks before her kidnapping. The (laughs) The man kept wanting to meet up with her. He planned to meet up with her while he was in California for a business, for a business trip a few days before her disappearance. So he wanted to meet up with her a few days before she went missing. Oh, Sherry. And he was from Michigan. So he was visiting California for business. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but by the time Sherry was kidnapped, this man was back in his home state of Michigan. So he was quickly cleared because of his alibi. Hmm. And it's not made clear if they did meet up or not. I don't really know. Interesting. But there could have been some, like, you know, an affair, maybe. Right. I don't know. Ugh. And the police also looked into Keith, because, as we know, the spouse is statistically most likely to commit a crime against their spouse. Right. Um, But Keith was very helpful and agreed to take a polygraph right away, which he passed. Plus, his alibi was that he was at work, at the time of the kidnapping. So he was cleared as well. So the biggest question was the motive. If it was trafficking, there was no contact for a ransom or anything, which they thought that would happen if they just released her because they just let her go. Right. So they thought, yeah, surely like that they was, would... I was going to ask where, yeah. how did you get 
free. No, she said they just released her. <laughs> they just let her go. And they're like, that doesn't seem like, unless these people were just straight up amateurs. Right. It doesn't seem like a trafficking scheme. Right. Um, yeah, so they, the police don't believe it really was because of trafficking. So they're trying to figure out another motive. So they start looking into the brand on her shoulder to get a better perspective. But the brand was done very messily and wasn't super clear. So they couldn't really tell what it was. And I looked into it and it said it was like a passage from Exodus in the Bible. But it didn't say what it was. <laughs> so oh, that didn't really give them answers either, though. But Sherry and Keith were both rightfully very shaken up because of this whole situation. And the two of them decided to stay out of the public eye as much as possible. Which makes I respect sense. that. Yeah. They would cooperate with police when they were needed, but they mostly just took time for themselves to process everything that had happened and how they would move forward from this. Then the year anniversary of Sherry's return passed and the case was not any further along than it was when it began. But the police were beginning to notice some inconsistencies in Sherry's story. Oh, no. <laughs> So first, when Keith called 911, he said he had found the phone and earbuds and said that when he found the earbuds, they had hair in them, like Sherry had been grabbed and her earbuds had been ripped out. Oh. Um, but then when the police arrived, the earbuds were just coiled up nicely and sitting on top of the phone, which is not how they would be left if, <laughs> no. if they were ripped out of someone's years like, right so did he mess with them or do you think it was yeah so they like asked that? him about this and he says he doesn't remember messing with them and doesn't recall messing with them at all so hmm yeah seems a little convenient yeah right i don't remember um but sherry also said that she had fought back against one of her captors and that she had slammed the captor's head into the sink wow <laughs> during the fight so Sherry said that during the fight, she got a cut on her foot, but when she was treated in the hospital after being recovered, there was no sign of any sort of cut on her foot. Oh. But then again, it had been three weeks since she was missing, so, like, it could have healed. Right. But, like, how but severe if you get a, a cut, cut it? Right, yeah. Normally, it's For her to bring it up, it's probably, like, I would think, like, a huge gash, you know? Right. And you would think that there is evidence of it, because then it furthers your proof. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously police found these things weird, but after three years at this point, there was still oh my God. nothing really of proof either way. But luckily, in 2020, the year of all good things, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> the DNA found on Sherry finally got a match in the system. Oh. And they matched the male DNA to Sherry's ex-boyfriend, James <gasps> Reyes. Oh. And so... The police knew right away that they needed to talk to James. And they did that pretty instantly after finding this result. And right away after James starts talking, Sherry's story just starts shattering. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So James Reyes said that Sherry told him that her husband was abusing her. So she asked if she could stay with him for a few weeks. And he said he let her stay with him, not knowing that these allegations of abuse were completely false, completely unfounded. But he wow. believed her and was like, you can stay with me. So Sherry was staying with James Reyes while she was being searched for. <laughs> so for three weeks while she was missing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
And yeah, while she stayed with James, she chopped her hair and injured herself. This woman is crazy. (laughs) But then around Thanksgiving, Sherry told James that she was starting to miss her kids because she'd been gone for three weeks and she wanted to go back home. But first she wanted to injure herself more and brand herself. And he he just went for this? Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I don't quite understand, but I'm sure he was just like, it's a time of grief for her. Like, she's struggling. I'll just do it. Oh, my gosh. That's so weird. Yeah. So her and James went together to get all the necessary tools needed to brand someone. And she even had James help brand her. Uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then the police are like, okay, man, you need to do a polygraph so we can prove that this this story you're telling isn't a total lie. So he takes a polygraph and he passes. And oh. after further looking into the story, police realize that James's story is true. Oh and that gosh. Sherry's kidnapping was a total hoax. <gasps> what? <laughs> Can't that? even imagine the nerve. Yeah. Who in the world does that? Right. So police decide they're gonna bring Sherry in, but they're not gonna tell her what for. They're just gonna like make it seem like they're continuing the investigation, which they've been doing for four years at this point. Oh. So when she arrived, they tell her that they have found a DNA match from her clothing and that it matched James Reyes. And after dropping the bomb that James Reyes was the DNA match. One of the investigators said, quote, the reason you lost weight is because you stopped eating. The reason you got a rash on your arm was because you cleaned his house. The reason you had the brand is because he went to the store, got the branding tools and branded you. The reason your nose is broken is from a hockey stick. Reyes told us what happened and gave us details nobody else would know, end quote. (laughs) Oh, my freaking calls her out. Go off. He was like, yeah, this is why this happened. This is why you're injured because you did it yourself. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. I mean, yeah, how frustrating. And you've spent so much time in your life just, like, yeah. And then just all, like, wasted because the person did it to themselves. Right. And don't worry. She has to, like, face consequences for that, of course. Good. But as Sherry and Keith were receiving the news of Sherry's story basically being fake, Keith gets up and leaves the room. So... He didn't know anything about it. It was found out. So the whole thing with the earbuds, he must have really not touched them or he did and totally forgot and didn't think about it. But he didn't know the whole time. He just thought she was missing. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So Keith really thought that she was telling the truth. But when the investigators were telling this to him, he said that it was clear to him that that was the real story. Oh, Yeah. How would you recover from that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and pretty much right after that comes out, like, they separate. The two of them separate. Right. I mean, that makes sense. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure he filed for divorce right away. But on March 2nd, 2022 is when Sherry was finally arrested. She was arrested by the FBI for making false statements and for mail fraud. Don't know where the mail fraud comes in, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, then six weeks later, Sherry signed a plea deal, plea deal, of course, that she orchestrated the whole thing. Wow. Which 
basically the plea deal shortened her sentence to only 18 months when it probably would have been much longer. She also had to pay $309,902 in restitution to the California Victim Compensation Board because she had received $30,000 from this board as victim's compensation. California has like a, this board in place that when something happens like this to you, you get a bunch of money as compensation for being a victim. $30,000. Yeah. And then the fine that she had to pay the like almost, you know, $300,000 or whatever. She also had to pay some of that to the FBI, the police department and the social security administration for all the time and commitment that they put into finding her captors that weren't even real. (laughs) oh my god this like this is absurd i know how stupid do you have to be it's it's crazy like i feel kind of bad for laughing but i also don't like i did not she deserves all of this like you deserve to pay to yourself a ton of money yeah what is (laughs) she just wrecked her whole life like literally and she knew what she was doing i'm like okay right like i don't i don't know what you expect to happen yeah no when you Pretending you get kidnapped. Like, I don't know what you what you expect. <laughs> right. But then in court, Sherry said, quote, I am so sorry to the many people who have suffered because of me. The people who sacrificed for the broken woman I was. The people who gave willingly to help me in a time that I so desperately needed help. I am choosing to accept all responsibility. End quote. Uh, well, yeah, because it's entirely your fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, it was just hurting. Like, girl. Yeah. Um, next time, maybe reach out for a friend to talk this to. This is like, like therapy is such you don't a good thing. Brand yourself. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it is still unknown as to why Sherry faked her own kidnapping. She never really explained it. Oh so there's my no real reason. Gosh. But there's some claims out there that people have made that they think maybe she was trying to avoid something that was about to happen or like. A secret was about to come out. Right. Possibly about, about an affair. Yeah, yeah. With that guy. Or maybe she just wanted the fame and attention from it. I don't know. And, you know, $30,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure Sherry believed she would get away with it because she just thought the captors, quote unquote captors, would never be found. What in the world? But then you, there's male DNA found on you. Like you're... She's just lucky it was three years before that was found. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised it took that long for that guy to speak up. Probably just, like, kept his mouth shut until they were like, we have your DNA. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, somebody that's crazy enough to brand themselves is probably crazy enough to kill you. Yeah. Yep. And then, so, yeah, like I said, right after Sherry was arrested, Keith filed for divorce. And when she got a guilty verdict, so she did get a guilty verdict, he filed mm-hmm. for sole custody of their kids. Wow. And he As told, he should. yeah, he told investigators, quote, I am the idiot husband that stuck around for too long, end quote. Oh, but like, so I don't think he is. Like, he didn't he know. Didn't know. <laughs> she he believed his really wife. Well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ugh. That's so sad. Right. But Sherry's lies not only impacted her family, but also the whole community. The Latina community around became very fearful of looking too close to the captor's description. Many people were even roped into the investigation for having similarities with the sketches. Oh, so a lot of people were brought in. That is so terrible. I know. I hate that. And 
Yeah, Sherry Papini had no regard to the feelings, consequences, and impacts of anyone around her. She is now serving her 18-month sentence at a medium security prison in California. <laughs> As she deserves. Yeah, but 18 months, like, that's not And this long. was in, like, what, 2022? March 2022? Yeah. So she's, like, almost, almost there. Done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Ew. like I said, we still don't know the motive behind this, why Sherry did this. But we do know that many people were hurt both intentionally and unintentionally. And hopefully someday her husband Keith and her family will know why she did this. Ugh. Terrible woman. I know. (laughs) I'm like, come on. I just don't get it. You, like, set yourself up for failure. Yeah, she really did. I just can't even imagine. Like, I'm just going to fake my own abduction because that sounds yeah. like a great idea. And then I'm going to brand myself. And right. Chomp up all my hair. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, because that's a great plan. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, you know, she deserves to pay all that money back because so many man hours, like, right. those people, like, probably committed their lives to it at some point. Because, like, I know a lot of people that take cases very seriously. Like, they're like, we have to find these people. Right. And so many of these people like wasted their time but also that is valuable money that could have gone to somebody else right that's a thing truly needed someone that like you know is genuinely missing and needed that time like put into their right missing person or they needed that money to recover and to find a house or whatever you know yeah and she took that from somebody that genuinely needed it yeah for sure so i don't feel bad for her at all (laughs) yeah it's it's rough but I don't know. What's she gonna do? Yeah. People are stupid. Hopefully someday we'll figure out why. Maybe some more, you know, details will come out about some secrets or something juicy is gonna come out eventually. But, knowing yeah. Knowing this woman, the little bit I do, she, maybe she'll write, write a book. and <laughs> She probably will. <laughs> like, this is my life. My memoir of <laughs> the time I wasn't actually the missing. The time I got halfway kidnapped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The time I just hid at my ex-boyfriend's house. Oh my gosh. Literally. Ugh. But thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. We really appreciate it. This is our 10th episode. Oh my goodness. Big number 10. Double digits. Yes. Um, And we super appreciate you guys for listening. We have a very intense episode planned for next week. So mm, keep, stay tuned. Yeah. Keep your eyes open for that. But for now, I guess we'll just sign off and we will... Talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.